0: your hand in your skirt cuz keep your hand in your skirt is a fun way to remind yourself to mind your own business you are a woman who manages her own set point so ladies keep your hand in your skirt Hello. Welcome. Keep your hands in your skirt. Have you been keeping your hand in your skirt? Minding your own business. Managing your own set point. Today's topic. What is today's topic? Today's topic is cult. Cult Cult-like activity. Cult-like beliefs. Cult-like organizations. Did you see Bentino sucks part one and part two cult podcast? Bentino Sucks. So what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about uh, spiritual cults. Uh, I was in a cult. I'm going to tell you um, how to help someone who's in a cult. Uh, My opinion, the best thing you can do for someone who's in a cult and how to be mindful for yourself, how to protect yourself from giving your power away. So let's get into it. Bentino. Oh my gosh. Now, I'm not surprised at all that Bentino has a cult. I was introduced to him maybe 10 plus years ago. Uh, Because I do come from a cult. I've been in a cult. I'm attracted to cults. Why are people attracted to cults? We'll get into that today too. Um, So when I saw him talk, it was easy to identify he positions himself as guru and he wants followers. And that's one of the things a cult leader will do. They want followers. That's their fuel. That's their nutrition is to feed off the energy of people worshiping them, people giving their power to him or her. Uh, in this case, him, Bentino. So I instantly like saw that he possessed, that he owns those qualities. He really, like it's obvious he wants to be a guru and he, he wants the following. Uh, but at the same time, it's confusing. And this is where the slippery slope goes because he has a lot of great information. Like he resources, he, he knows, right? He's connected to an aspect of his multidimensional self that, that he resources fantastic information. One of my favorite things from him was the declaration of free will. Right, so I even like made a video on my Sabrina Brightstar YouTube channel about the Declaration of Free Will. Uh, now I'll have to go and remove that because I don't want to encourage anyone to be manipulated uh, by someone who is intentionally a psychopath manipulating people. Um, so the podcast comes from a couple who was also in a cult they were uh, in a cult called uh, or they created a documentary called the vow and they share how they like what happened to them in this cult and how they got out and then they started a podcast as a couple just they have fantastic energy uh their podcast is called it's a little culty i'm going to put the links in below so i really hope you check out Uh, For sure, check out the Bentino podcast on their podcast and then uh, continue to check out their documentary and the work that they're doing. So this couple now, because they know firsthand, right, the damage of getting involved in a cult, the damage of turning over your power to someone, um, so now they're helping people. So some of Bentino's, this one girl from Bentino, I guess, in 2020, actually reached out to Sarah, the wife of the couple that does the podcast She reached out just for, for help because when if first of all, like, cults have a spectrum. And a lot of times people don't like really think of cults as uh, on the spectrum, right? And on a spectrum, you can be extreme, like the 10, and you can be very, you know, much more subtle, much more minor a one. So of course the extreme cult-like experiences, you don't have any of your own money, you don't make any of your own choices, you have to have permission for what you're allowed to eat. So literally to bust free, to break free, is so difficult because you don't have people or the resources to break free. So um, Sarah, uh, the the wife, um, the the girl from Bentino's, uh, cult contacted her apparently in 2020 i was told that i had, i don't know for sure um but wouldn't say who the cult leader was just turn to someone for help right just a resource for for emotional support for like like how do like i gave up my life for this now what do i do how do i how do i come back to reality how do i you know how do i function and sarah helped her and then as the girl got healing um, over the months and, and years as she got healing and as some other people left the cult uh they they got the courage to name the cult leader bentino so i really hope you check out that video and you know i think it's so important many of us in the spiritual community were attracted right we're really attracted to to organizations, to people who seem enlightened, who seem like they're, they're here for right, a benefit. And so to really to pass on this information, I think is super crucial. So why do people get involved in cults? Well, uh, that couple I was telling you about that started this podcast a little culty, they say it, they have a tagline, which is brilliant. And the tagline is no one joins a cult people join um, that join what feels good people join what feels good and cults what they do is they appeal to your human needs Tony Robbins talks about humans have six basic human needs and cults leaders, cult organizations, appeal. They, they pull on your human needs. So for example, the cult I got involved in for over a decade, I uh, became one of Jehovah's Witnesses. And it totally, in the beginning, I was, I was a perfect fit. I was the perfect fit for this organization because There was a whole group of people that wanted to worship God more than an hour on Sunday. They wanted to be Christians or followers of Christ 24 seven. And that appealed to me i'd always wanted that kind of dedication or relationship with god so when i found this community so i got like instantly i got involved in this community i felt like so many of my human needs were met i I felt like i was loved unconditionally by this group of people and it's so like it's attractive It, it summons you it like it's a magnetic attraction so that's one of the reasons we get pulled into occults Another reason that a lot of people don't realize is if you do a full birth chart of where all the planets are at the time and location of your birth, you can actually see if you've been imprinted, if your human design is geared to really To take a deep dive into the spiritual realm into the mysticism into the unknown and i have a lot of um planets in the house of uh, spirituality and so it even predicts in my birth chart that it's a good probability that i've been in a cult or i'm attracted to cults or uh, you know i i weave in and out of them and i do I do. And what what has been fascinating for me, someone who was deep, 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 totally followed the rules to a T, like I was very submissive, I was very good at being in that uh, cult. Um, what happens when you, you're really good at it, even if you can break free. Even, even if you start to realize you're turning your power over to someone else, to something else, and you can break free, you can still hold a lot of the patterns that make you susceptible. So I wanna talk also about, let's talk about the, the on the spectrum of cult, cult activity, cult brainwashing, cult control, cult manipulation. It can be very gentle. It can be very light. It can be just a one or a two right and so think about different things that you believe in because what is a cult a cult is where you turn your power over you turn your internal knowing or wisdom over to someone or something else and you think someone or something else knows more about you than you And so you no longer trust you. You no longer turn to your intuition or or your internal guidance. You go and you look for outside validation. You go to look for outside um, permission for your choices. So now this, maybe people have never thought of this, but think of health communities, health and wellness communities. I know uh, vegans, for example, I knew someone uh, that, prefers to be a vegan, but it's also was spiritually, um, uh, like peer pressure to be vegan in this town that she lived in. And she was, uh, her body was calling to have some kind of seafood, uh, salmon, something, which usually she would never have. And so she had one time told me that she had gone to the store, but she was hiding the food that she got because she didn't want any of her friends or people in her circle to see she was purchasing and going to eat the seafood. So th- that's a very minor example compared to giving your money over to someone compared to giving you know all your choices over to someone. But when you're afraid of being shamed you're afraid of guilt. You're afraid of consequences for the chew, the food you your body chooses or you want. Like that's a form of cult. That's a form of control and manipulation. So I think it's just really wise to be mindful. And let's just ask the questions. It's, it's free and easy to ask yourself, like, am I functioning from any beliefs, any programs that I'm turning my power over to someone else? Am I needing someone outside of me to give me validation? Right, it could be, it could be education. Maybe like you buy into the program that in order to be successful, you have to have a certain amount of degrees or a certain amount of training from a certain place. Is that a cult-like program? Is that someone else's decision, and you feel in order to feel good about yourself, in order to feel successful, you have to follow someone else's formula to get that validation, to get that that feeling of worthiness, right? Most people don't think of education as being a cult like activity or a cult like container, but it, it, but actually, if you if you be aware, if you become aware that. This, there's a spectrum, there's a spectrum of outside control and manipulation happening. And it's so easy to really identify the extreme cults, right? Like Bentino, the extreme cult, the vow, how, you know, they turn all of everything over, right? Turn everything over to someone outside of you. They get to, they, they get to own you. Like you basically become a slave to, to the programming, to what the rules are. And you have, you lose all free will, and so I think this topic is fascinating. So, if you know someone in a cult, what can you do to help them? And I'm going to share my my experience, my belief about the best thing to do to help someone in a cult. And this might surprise you, but usually, when you sense someone else is in a cult. Either they're deep into it, or they're just getting started, or maybe you you can even reflect on your own self. Like, oh my gosh, I'm really fascinated by all this stuff. I tend to like, you know, find myself attracted to these different teachers, these different leaders, these different communities. Um, like, what what do I do to take care of myself? So here's my here's my bottom line belief of the most important thing you can do for yourself or someone else, and that is trust that you're gonna, that you, you've you got this, you can handle this. If you go to and start projecting worry, right? You're watching somebody you love, like start to, you know, give away their power, give away, you know, need validation, give away their, 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 um, their sovereignty if you start to notice that and then you start to worry like oh my gosh what are they doing they're in this relationship they're with a psychopath they're with a a narcissist or they're in this this religion or right they're in this community and they're like and you can see i'm going down the rabbit hole well projecting worry does not help them You might feel like that's useful but it it, but it's not it just adds to the victimizing do you see what i mean like you're you're worrying about someone just adds to the victim mindset to the victim mentality so instead or i would like to offer the idea of realize people you know that they're stronger than we think i'm stronger than i think i'm gonna figure this out i'm gonna get to the other side and when someone believes in me, when, when someone sees me dabbling, right? Cause I'm, even since I left, right? I left an extreme cult, but I've been dabbling in minor, like, you know, on the spectrum, I've been dabbling in from one to five, you know, cult-like people, cult-like uh, organizations, cult-like, right? And I have people that they just trust me they trust that i'm going to figure it out i'm going to get to the other side i'm i'm going to i'm going to develop the awareness like something's wrong you know something's going to click one day i'm going to realize so in the meantime you know they're great listeners they're supportive they don't shame me they don't guilt trip me right like because guilt doesn't work either especially when you really really believe what you're doing like when i was deep into it my my family wanted to pull me out and to reprogram me apparently to like do a intervention i found out after i left um but but even if they would have taken me against my free will i would have gone back right because i wasn't ready i wasn't ready i hadn't i hadn't seen side effects i hadn't i i I wasn't able to see the damage and the control and the abuse and even when i was starting to see the abuse and when i was starting to like kind of tell the abuse like it, it it unfolded in layers and if someone would have came to me and like forced something on me or made me feel bad about myself i would have just stopped talking to them so if you you know you see somebody just be a good listener just support them let them know if hey if you ever you know want a place to stay if you ever need to call in the middle of the night you know let them know hey no matter what i'm here for you and i know you got this you're you know you're a smart person you're going to figure out the best path for you i trust you and that is so empowering to do for one another we got to trust each other that even if we've created a mess even if we've been attracted to a cult-like terrible situation we are resilient human beings and some of us signed up to have these extreme experiences like you look at my birth chart i signed up to be a person easily highly manipulated so i've been easily and highly manipulated and that's okay right that's okay and and the other thing that people don't realize for about people who are attracted to these types of groups or activities. A a lot of the pattern, right? Because remember, we, we know that the body holds familiar patterns. So your body holds on to familiar patterns. What's familiar is what you gravitate to. So for example, if you're a child and you didn't get some of your basic human needs met, maybe you didn't feel seen or heard in your family. And so what you learn to do is you learn to figure out how to get mom and dad to see and hear you. Maybe if you get good grades, they see and hear you. Maybe if you are a performer and you're in the school plays and dance, they see and hear you. So you learn to, to become who you feel like you need to be in order to get your needs met. And so it's very comfortable, very familiar to cut off pieces of yourself with people. It's very comfortable to to compromise. Like, oh, I wanna be in this relationship. Oh, I want this friendship. Well, in order for this friendship to work, I have to compromise pieces of who I am, right? And then you think, oh, well, that's okay. That's familiar. I'm used to cutting off parts of me. I'm used to, you know, Dismissing or ignoring important pieces of who I am in order to make this person happy, right? So, compromise is just a familiar thing for you. So, then you get into an extreme organization where you have to compromise your money or you have to compromise, you know, what foods you're allowed to eat. That's familiar. Oh. Well, right, because you're doing it for something, like, right, you think the payoff is gonna be worth it. And unintentionally, you've been programmed to be a person who makes sacrifices for the payoff, for getting one of your basic human needs met. So, you know, it's, just, it's fascinating. It's so fascinating to to observe the system. I, you know, I'm dazzled by it. I don't, you know, I, I even though, like, right, like I've been in it, I've uh, experienced so many toxic, unhealthy relationships because it's familiar, you know, like uh, different organizations. But but the great thing is, I do know, like I do know, like, ooh, this organization or this belief system that I really really like also has components, also has aspects ingredients that you're turning your power away and one of the things i think is interesting about turning your power away is um when they flip it and they like gaslight you and say we're not turning your power away so for example one thing that i really like is excess consciousness totally love excess consciousness has so many of my core beliefs but like i could identify right away that this is the type of organization I want to jump both feet in and, and totally go crazy, right? Like, and I had the awareness about myself that if I would go in and become a facilitator, one of their certified facilitators, I would do the deep dive. I would attract right a lot of um, people interested in their material. I would be a fantastic spokesperson for their material because I personally totally believe it. Plus, you know, when you believe something, people can tell that you're like sincere, it's the real deal and that attracts people But I also knew there were, there, there there's so many rules. There's so many rules to becoming a certified access facilitator. One of the rules is just, it's a money thing. uh, Just to to qualify, I did the math. I don't know what it is at this now moment, but when I did the numbers, just to get your certified facilitator's license was like 25 to $30,000. And then to renew it every year was around 20 some thousand dollars. I don't know for sure but it was like a substantial amount of money and it's an annual renewal an annual renewal that you have to like meet the the new criteria every year to sustain your license and so i mean is it a do are, do are there a lot of phenomenal pieces of information there yes does it make my heart sing yes but does it have the potential to take away your power Yes. And, and maybe the organization and like, this is what they would say when I would talk about the abuse with Jehovah's Witnesses, right? My husband was so effing abusive, right? He was so mean to me. And I had to follow what he said, because he's the head of the house, right? That's what they tell you. He's the you Oh, Sister Brown, Sister Brown, you have a good man there. Oh, a good man? Really? I have to go to the bathroom and he won't stop the car to let me go to the bathroom. And I can't cry or be upset because he's the head of the house and I have to do what my husband tells me? Come on. I mean, that's just a, a tiny little example of the control and the manipulation that happened in that relationship. But, but right? Um, so then if you say, well, like it's abusive, well, then they say, well, we, people are imperfect. Jehovah's not imperfect, right? But then they have all of these unloving behaviors that happen. And if a God is really that loving, if the whole premise of the Bible is love, like, no, I don't think, I don't think God, right? That's my interpretation. I don't think God is uh, abusive like that, right? So, but it they'll but they do, they twist it. So like with Access Consciousness, I've gone to so many of their seminars, really, really enjoy them. I'll continue to go to them, very much enjoy them. But I have the awareness that just, because I go, doesn't mean I have to buy the Kool-Aid, right? Like, so, and what I've noticed at the seminars, when you go to them, uh, cause one of the things they teach you in access consciousness is trust you, trust you, no matter what, trust you, you and your body know, trust you. Well, you go to one of the classes and the is telling you what you need to do. And you're like, no, I don't, that doesn't, you know, I don't think so. And then, and then they're like, well, this is the way we do it. Well, what happened two minutes ago? You said, trust me, trust what me and my body know. But now I'm being told like, oh, how you're doing that process is wrong because there's the proper way to do it and you're doing it the wrong way, right? Like That's gaslighting. Like pick a lane and stick with it. It's, if you trust me, then let me show up and do the process the way that me and my body know it should be done. So just an awareness, right? Just function from awareness, function from What's going on here? If, if you feel called, if you feel pulled to these type of magnetic people, if there's something about the, the information that resonates with you, enjoy it. Like you don't have to hide from, from any cult-like uh, narcissistic, narcissistic psychopaths, but just do it with choice. Do it with awareness. And if you um, ever do study psychopaths and narcissists or how to break free from cult-like organizations or cult-like control and manipulation, one of the first things you learn to do is if you want to keep doing it, that's fine. Like, don't judge yourself, like don't add to the guilt by judging yourself and feeling like a rotten person. But they said just make your choices from awareness. So instead of functioning on autopilot where you're just blindly trusting them, blindly doing what you're told, blindly like being submissive and, and you know, making sure that they're happy, that they're pleased with you, that they're not gonna get mad at you instead of blindly turning your power away. If you are gonna give your power away or you are gonna jump through hoops to make this other person happy, or you are gonna like care more about their needs being met than your own needs being being taken care of. If you are gonna choose to do some of these things, just be aware like, hey, I'm choosing to do this because what happens when you give away your power by choice it's not you're not giving away as much power you see what i mean because like the the control people like their food their fuel their nutrition is your energy and so when they're getting your energy because you're unaware you're unconscious they get more like the volume is bigger does that make sense whereas if you're aware like hey i know like I'm doing something that I don't really wanna do. I'm willing to make a sacrifice here to make you happy. It's not really what I wanna do, but I'm aware that I'm being manipulated or I'm aware I'm gonna be punished if I don't do things the way you want me to do things. There's gonna be hell to pay. So yeah, they're still getting, you right? Like they're still getting power from you. They're still getting nutrition from you, but the volume, the intensity is not as much. And so the more you can, if you want it, if you want to do it, don't judge yourself, just go ahead and do it. But that's why it's one of the first steps in deprogramming yourself, because then the more aware you can be, the more conscious you can be with your thoughts, with your choices, then then you realize that there's more choices right there's other relationships to be in there's other organizations that could make your heart sing there's other thought leaders that have integrity like you just become aware there's more choices more options so check out the bentino um it's so disappointing isn't it It's so disappointing but the the podcast is brilliant uh the survivors are amazing the, the 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 warmth you know and that i sincerely even though i've been hurt i've been burned i've been like deep 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 in my pain body from you know hurt, you know hurtful people i don't consider myself a victim you know i i've gotten so much i've learned so much i've discovered so much and when you actually like can break free when you can break free from occult-like mindset, occult-like behavior, occult-like control, manipulation, you just start to trust yourself more. You just start to believe in yourself more and your self-esteem, your set point, your self-value, it just starts to raise and raise and raise. And, and, you know, this happens in layers. It happens in layers, uh, you know, especially with these patterns, right? Many of us have been wounded is from you know young young age where we didn't understand things and those who wounded us you know they didn't understand things either this generational wounding has just been passed on passed on right and you know we've we've hurt each other uh we've hurt our families unintentionally so so just realize that this healing you know this healing happens in layers um and you know just look are you giving your power away to anyone are you giving your your value to anyone are you needing someone to to validate you to tell you that you matter to tell you that you're you're smart or you're beautiful if you if you're giving away any of your power this just awareness just an awareness is that what you want to continue to choose how can you start to get your power back how can you start to get your sovereignty back how can you start to make your choices From your own intuition from your own wisdom from your own customized connection to the truth of who you really are so I hope this has been helpful Um, again if you know anyone in a situation like this you know really try not to worry about them try to try to realize you know we're we're all on this journey of polarity we're all inside this you know on this planet we live in a planet of polarity we have contrast and contrast is just an opportunity, you know, for, for breakthroughs, right? For an opportunity to, to expand, to grow, to discover more about who we are, to discover more on how to actualize our own power and, you know, to, to get that self, self-respect from the inside out. Thanks. Manage your own set point. Use tools to change your vibration. Raise your set point. Thank you for listening to the Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt podcast. Make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.